With a relentless focus on excellence in healthcare, Pullman Regional Hospital presents The Health Podcast. To sleep, perchance to dream. It's what we all want, just a restful night's sleep. But it seems to elude so many of us and causes havoc with our health, relationships, longevity, and daily functioning. Well, today, we're going to explore how that might be remedied. To talk about how sleep medicine can help us sleep better, today we're joined by Dr. Usha Nandini, a sleep medicine physician at Pullman Regional Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Nandini. Hello. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited to be on this podcast. I'm very excited to hear what you have to say because I'm one of those people who are just mm, trying so hard to sleep and not quite getting there. So what is sleep medicine? Sleep medicine is a medical specialty which is focused on diagnosing and treating a broad range of sleep disorders, which includes sleep apnea, insomnia, nightmares, sleepwalking, narcolepsy, restless leg syndrome, and circadian rhythm disorders. So most sleep specialists, they train in internal medicine, psychiatry, pediatrics, or neurology during residency. And after completing residency, they complete a fellowship program in sleep medicine. Okay, that gives us a good idea. So what interests you about this area of medicine? I think it is a fascinating field of medicine that is rapidly evolving. Studying sleep and sleep disorders is very exciting as each individual has a unique sleep architecture. What's also very interesting is how sleep profoundly impacts one's emotional and physical well-being. And getting a good night of sleep is on everyone's wish list. And helping patients feel better by addressing their sleep issues is highly rewarding and wonderful. Absolutely. Now, when should someone consider seeking help from a sleep medicine doctor? I would say if someone has a particular problem with sleep, which has been going on for a while, or does not get the quality or quantity of sleep, they need to feel rested and energetic during the day, which impacts either their health and or daily functioning. In that case, one might want to consider seeing a sleep specialist. The good news is that many sleep disorders can be resolved or mediated with the correct diagnosis and treatment. That is good news indeed. What can you help patients achieve? So sleep disorders are very common and they can have significant long-term consequences, such as increased risk of heart diseases, stroke, diabetes, mood disorders, and obesity, if they're left untreated. By evaluating and managing sleep disorders and educating patients on the sleep hygiene practices, I can help them achieve a good quality sleep which will lead to increased productivity at work, improved mood and relationships, and better long-term health. Okay, that's fair. Now, you work with patients ages three and up. What's unique about working with patients so very young? So, one of the unique things about working with a pediatric age group is working with a family, not just with an individual. Their sleep symptoms are different from adults, It requires a detailed evaluation from the family to understand what's normal, what's not. And it requires tailoring one's approach to the parents and the child's needs and finding a team solution. Can you tell us, Dr. Nandini, three things we can do to get a more restful night's sleep? Absolutely. I think it's a very long list, but I'll try and stick to three. Okay. First would be... Stop watching TV and turn off or put away any electronic devices 
including cell phones, laptops, iPads, at least an hour before heading to bed. Second would be to stick to a sleep schedule, to go to bed and get up at the same time every day. And also, I know it can be very hard, but also to try to be consistent even on the weekends. And third one would be to avoid heavy or large meals and alcohol two hours before bedtime. Even though alcohol can make you sleepy, it is known to cause sleep disruption. Absolutely. What about reading books before bed? Books before bed, absolutely, it's known to calm a person down. And other than screen, any books is usually recommended before bedtime. As long as it's not too stimulating, (laughs) definitely something soothing and calming, including reading books or taking a Shower before bedtime is known to help people get a good night of sleep. What about liquids? Liquids, I would recommend to start drinking water or other liquids an hour before bedtime to avoid getting up and going to the bathroom often at night. And if somebody does feel very thirsty right before going to bed, they can just take a few sips instead of drinking lots of water right before going to bed. Right. And what is a normal amount of times to get up during the night? I would say that two to three times is okay, but as long as when they do get up in the middle of the night and when they come back to bed, if they're able to fall asleep, that's fine. But if it's taking them a long period of time to go back to sleep, like more than 20 minutes and it takes an hour, then that would be something we need to evaluate further of why it is taking somebody so long to fall back to sleep when they do wake up in the middle of the night. Sure, understandable. Is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation? I would say that I firmly believe that practicing good sleep hygiene is quintessential in getting a night of restful sleep. I couldn't argue with that, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, Dr. Nandini, we so appreciate your time and everything you do to help us get a better night's sleep. I'm feeling better already. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me here today and giving me this opportunity to be a part of this podcast and bring awareness about sleep medicine. It was absolutely our pleasure. And you can learn more about this subjects, providers, and services at Pullman Regional Hospital online at pullmanregional.org. And under Our Services, you can find Palouse Sleep Medicine. This has been the Health Podcast from Pullman Regional. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening, and have yourself a terrific day.